want to sit for four minutes. And I know you guys like the Moogles. Or whatever they call those Harry Potter guys. So you probably would like I, uh, The Moogles? <laughs> I don't know a Harry Potter uh, movie. I don't even know what you're trying to say. I don't know either. I do know that, e- that I did tell Isaac that not only was E.T. a Jedi, I don't know if you saw my post, <coughs> but he said E.T. was a Jedi. I'm like, yes, he was. He's actually Yoda's fourth cousin twice removed, and he beat Obi-Wan Kenobi in the 1984 All-Valley lightsaber. Oh, Corinthian leather. And then Skyler Traver said yes, but he swept the leg. What's his name? Skyler Traver. Shooter. How was Detroit? Traber, oh. If you want to talk about Detroit, we got to count this thing in because I want it on the official. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll get, well, save it. It was Troidy. We'll talk about it on the show. Because who knows <coughs> where Riley's going to cut off of this thing. Also, um, I meant to tell you when I, I forgot because we, we got busy. So I ran into Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he needs help. Okay. He's got somebody right now, he thinks, for weekends. But he needs somebody to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I'd love to do it, except he needs somebody to work from 4.30 to 9. I can't start before 6. So I can't do it. But he's like, you talk, he goes, you talk to Vic. You, you, Vic. Or Jim. You, Jim. And I was thinking, I said, well, I mean, it was... Jim and a friend of ours. I mean, we because you you could share it. I don't care. You share. You do one day. You do one day. You do one day. I just I need someone I trust. I just it's it's crazy. And he's he, he's pulling out like t- he's like look at tips. Look at tips. Seven dollar. Look at. Like I get it. Seven dollar. Because he knows I work at top. He's yeah. like he goes you 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 know me. You keep delivery charge. I'm like I I know. I know. I I'd love to. Said, problem is I can't start before six. So he's doing it right now. Him, sometimes his brother Tim. His kid was working the store on Christmas Eve when I picked up egg rolls. Did you say Sean's brother's name is Tim? Yeah. Yeah. Sean, Sean and Tim. Yeah. <laughs> What's their last name? Booga Booga. Oh, I thought it might have been like Peters. <laughs> yeah. So. I said, yeah, I mean, I know that everybody's busy and everybody's got other jobs, but I'll, I'll put, I'll throw a word out. So. Well, then, you're throwing the word out to all of our Stitch Bitches. So oh, yeah, hey, Stitch Bitches! Woo, God! I haven't checked that stuff in a while. What do you think of the coconut side? I'm good, man. <coughs> I think it's kind of dumb. Remember when that guy played catcher for the Brewers? Yes. Yes. And he had a catcher's mitt for a face. He did. So what do you think of, should we let's oh, so let's set up the when I talk about Detroit and all the famous people croaking. Hey, if you got ideas, that's great. Cause we I don't have topics and uh, Oh we haven't been farming for them much. That's okay, we'll talk about shows we had coming up. Are you guys on Legacy? Yes. We are. Are you on Armani's show? Yes. We are. Awesome. I mean, he booked me. I don't know if it's for more than just the Rumble Royale, but... 
he reached out to me. I he, love he, it. He booked him. So I have to assume if he's going to be there and I'm going to be there, we're going to be there. This is great news. So we can talk about that. Um, goiters? Goit- we can talk about goiters if you'd like. Somehow I feel like that's going to tie into Detroit. And then, did you guys stop for a ham sandwich? I really wanted to. I really did. You know what? We're not... We're, that, 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 not yet. Not yet. All right. Let it wait. <coughs> Let it wait. We're not in the real show. I'd have jerked off a hobo okay. for a ham sandwich. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'll allow it. <coughs> you want it in the real show. I know. I just want... I had to get that off my chest, okay? I would have jerked off a hobo for a ham sandwich <laughs> at points we were in Detroit. Man, I cannot wait to get a soundboard for this show where I can just cut pieces out of things that people say and just <laughs> splice them in anytime I, uh, I want to. I've got this, my sound machine. Oh, look at this. It's a Bob Sweeten match. Oh, I would have jerked off a hobo. That's what... <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're going to count this thing in. I think yeah, we go ahead. We're talking. We're already rolling. All right. Three, two, one. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say, it's even harder to find. Hey everybody! The Ross family's back. We've made it through the holidays. Nobody ended up in a hospital. I think, right? I didn't end up in the hospital. Survived! Oh yeah. I had a little bit of COVID. You did? I did. How'd you feel? Uh, Like I had a cold. Okay. Um, I had a fever for one day. But uh, other than that, it just felt like I had a cold. Cool, and you you got through that. You're good. I'm wondrous. Good. Now you get now you can go six months without getting a shot. Uh, they'll still insist. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, anyway, that's Victor Stickross. Hello. Recovered from COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jack Spade didn't have COVID. You really didn't have to recover from COVID. No COVID. No. Zero COVID. COVID free. Yep. Two years in a row. Very healthy. Certified. Incredibly helpful. Do you have a sign on your door, 388 days without a COVID incident? Many many people say I'm the healthiest person they've ever met. Nobody says that. Who says that? Lots of really important people. <laughs> Somebody who's never seen <laughs> this. People have never seen your pill cat. People, you know? people in hospice <laughs> Hold on, say I'm, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip the switch here and drink some of my live wire. Yes. I, I feel like people in hospice might say you're the healthiest person they know. That's because they don't know anybody else because people who are in hospice usually get ignored by their family. See, a lot of people... I'm like an NFL lineman, all right? I don't look like I'm in shape, but... And you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. You know what's funny about NFL linemen? Before we get... And we'll segue into Detroit and Packers stuff. Yeah. You guys have a story. Um, Well, I don't know if it's a story, but we'll go over our return. Isn't it funny how a lot of... uh, 
NFL linemen that are like pushing 300 pounds when they retire end up like. I just we just had this discussion. On they get so small so quickly, and I can't lose fucking five pounds. TJ Lang was part of the post-game show for the Lions radio network. By the way, I think you would be an absolutely amazing uh, Q and A host for like a post-game show. I think it would be because they had their studio guys, right? Mm-hmm. And then they pushed it to a different guy. His name is uh, Pat Cabuto, or Pat Cavuto, and he took one call, and he's like, uh, he has a ridiculous way of talking, I don't even think I can do it. Can you do his voice? No. But it's like, uh, it's real hoarse, like his throat's kind of losing it, and he's like, I've been saying it all year, they're getting a little bit better. They're just not quite there yet. They're just getting a little bit better. Let's go to the phone lines. We got Eric on the phone. No, it was Big Keith, remember? Yeah, and we got Keith on the phone. And then Keith proceeded to go... What did he say? Hey, what's up? It's Big Keith. You already know who it is. (laughs) Let me ask you something. Did any of these post-game talking heads take into consideration that about 14 Packers starters sat out the second half. Or they, uh, they did. They did for the most. It's a, it was actually a very sad experience. It was very sad experience listening to that show. It was very similar to the Cleveland. Oh, okay. Thing, um, but there's a glimmer of hope there. Yeah. Big Keith had a good idea. He was going to go out and get Deshaun Watson. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Jim Caldwell. Or Jim, and Jim Caldwell. Jim, the, the coach. Yeah, I, yeah. Whom they just fired. I was going to say, yeah, didn't Not he, that long ago. Didn't he have that gig? Well, he, he didn't even want Jim Caldwell for their head coach. He wants Dan Campbell for their head coach. Yeah, and Jim he wanted Caldwell for the offense. offensive coordinator. Oh, okay. Sure. I, I like, hey, I like Omicron St. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, the Packers got the worst St. Brown. They for sure. sure do. He came, uh, so he he came in, right, and he let Big Keith talk, and then he cut Big Keith. He went, put him on hold. Put him on hold for a minute. Just put him on hold, right? And then he talked for a solid uh, 25 minutes or so himself. Did Keith hang on the line? Keith did, did hang Keith, on the line. Keith hung on. And then he brought him back and talked to him, and then he hung up, and he didn't take another call for like an hour and a half. It was a while. So, was it, are you sure it wasn't Big Unit? <laughs> uh, it was not Randy Johnson. Not that Big Unit. Um, it was also oh not Daryl Talley, the man with the large penis. But the other thing I liked was, in the beginning he talked about, like, I'm not ready to anoint Dan Campbell, I just think he's a pretty good coach. And then, like, the third guy who had a call was like... I think Dan Campbell's a good coach. And this and he was like, "Wait, hold on a minute. Let's not say he's a good coach." Oh, so he marked Belling them. <laughs> Basically. Yes, he would he would just go the opposite route of whatever. I was like, "Scott would be great at this." <laughs> I would be. Yeah. I, be. I don't know if I could do that voice though. No, you don't have to do the voice. You could just be you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Lane was physically accosted by a woman. What? In the stadium. I was. Yeah, she pushed you after the. Oh yeah, yeah, middle-aged woman. Yeah. Pushed like, pushed you. Why? What? What would you do? After they won. 
at the end there after the interception that sealed. Oh it. yeah, that's not uncommon. I've been to Detroit many times for as a fan. Not <clears throat> three times I was in a press box, so I was safe. But at least eight times, I, eh, seven, I've watched Packer or Lions fans get in. Like big dudes that would probably outweigh this girl by two hundred pounds, call her a Packer whore and yell at her. I we got flipped off by a five year old boy. Yeah, they're they're fucking treats. We got lucky the time we went and they lost. We were actually around the most normal Lions fans you'd ever find. Yeah, we were they they pushed in good humor. She pushed in good humor. And it was a woman touching me. <laughs> so I wasn't offended, really. It was an interesting trip. So we went down there. Um, <coughs> so when did you go down? The game was Sunday. We went Saturday. You went Saturday. Okay. We left Saturday. We left very early. Uh, we left at uh, 11-ish. Go to Big Boy? No. We did not go to Big Boy. But they did sponsor the game. I would have jerked off a hobo for some Big Boy. <laughs> we got to Detroit. All right? Okay. I got a hotel downtown because I wanted to be in the area. Okay. okay. Near the old Joe? Uh, it was. It was actually uh, right across. You could see the the Joe, the fist. Yeah. You could see it from the window of the hotel. Okay. All right. Did they have a spot commemorating where Hogan pushed the giant off the road? They no. Did. Not even they like did. a chalk outline or anything. It was a pothole. <laughs> where he had landed. Um, so we get there and then we get out and it's valet parking all of a sudden. So immediately we lose our vehicle. Wait, valet parking at the hotel? Yeah, okay. like underground valet parking, overnight $35. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. So no car now, right? So we're like, well, I guess we're fucking Ubering everywhere. Then uh, we're like, uh, well, we're here. Let's go get the nice steak, right? Because we couldn't find a show. Okay, before you get to that. So yeah. your car is parked. You couldn't take it out and drive it because you'd get charged again. That's the impression that we were was under. what we were getting. Yeah. So you spent money no. to park. No. They, they and this is why we were under the impression that once you gave them the car, it was in, or you were going to pay twice. Because when you give them the car, you don't pay right away. They just give you a ticket. You pay when you leave. Uh, right. And there was an option for eight-hour parking or overnight. But either way, so we found the, uh, we couldn't find a wrestling show. The one that we did find got canceled. COVID? Yes. I assume. Uh, So we found a steak place, and we go down there, all right? The caucus club, I believe. I believe that's correct. And we go in, and uh, they have the sandwich board out front, and they ha- they the sandwich board says, you know, you have to be at least business casual oh, oh, oh. to eat here. Okay. All right. We're wearing. Um, I've got my Packers hoodie on. He's oh, got like boy. a uh, his, this his coat classic track suit, fucking Russian gangster look over there. <clears throat> okay. We walk in, and I try to play it. Smooth. I go, oh, I appear to be horribly underdressed for this occasion. I apologize. As we just wanted to eat some steak, fine, sir. And a very small man. A, a very 1991-esque Paul Heyman look. Oh. Full head of hair. A, but, but with the mullet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, so he had the mullet. full head. It was like 
uh, slick back. He looked like he did a lot of coke. Okay. In the eighties. Did he look like he could have been in RoboCop? He did actually a little bit. Yes. And so did the woman next to him. Okay. Uh, and I said we are uh, terribly underdressed. I understand. And he says he takes one look at me. He gives me the up and down, mm-hmm. right? As far as he can see, and he goes. Yeah, we just can't serve you guys looking like that. Oh my. <laughs> and, and we dejectedly walked our way back out into the cold weather. Where I would have jerked a hobo off for a steak. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll get to, So, they wouldn't serve you because you were underdressed. Yep. They didn't have, like, a coat you could wear? They did not have, they did not offer okay. a suit jacket. I mean, we put jeans on. Did he give you the same look that the guy gave Matthew Broderick pretending to be Abe Froman? <laughs> Very similar. Okay. Um, so we're still downtown, so the next place we can find is Texas de Brazil. Okay. Yes. That, like, that's got to be good. Like Rodigio. Yeah, we assume probably not business casual for there. Although, when we walked in, lots of people dressed up real nice to eat at Texas Day Brazil. Mm-hmm. Reservational. Oh, no. Couldn't eat there. We're walking downtown past restaurant after restaurant. Everything is closed. Every restaurant is closed down. We Are they closed for the day or closed permanently? Closed for... Uh, every place has a sign in it that says, we can't get staff. Oh, we're, we're closed. Um, so the one place you could have gotten in without a reservation no we had a reservation at that motherfucker I I got the reservation we had a reservation for the first the nicer place and the guy's like I won't I won't charge you because if you didn't show up for your reservation it was like a $50 a person charge Jesus yeah this was a nice place I wanted steak damn it yeah we found a place called Kayexico or something yeah. And we walked in, and Howie Mandel is the manager. Howie Mandel was the manager. Howie Mandel. Right? Uh, a did, very, he, did he try to make a deal? He did not. No, he was very he angry. Was just, just as unfunny as ever. <laughs> okay. And he goes, uh, it's going to be about 40 minutes. I got no staff. Yeah, he just comes right out with, it's going to be 40 minutes, I got no staff. Were you okay with 40 minutes? Yep. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, can we sit at the bar? And he's like, you're not going to get food there. Is what he said. He literally said, "You're not gonna get food there." And now at this point, I've I've had it because I've not gotten anything to eat anywhere in this. Place. Every there's no food in Detroit. And this guy's giving me an attitude. I'm like, "That's fine. We'll sit at the bar." If somebody drove past us and threw a ham at us, we would have eaten it. Right. See, now you're starting to come around to that goodness. Well, Lane ham. was always in on the ham. I was always in on that. Okay. I've never been anti-ham. Um. So we go to the bar. The bartender clearly comes in from outside, takes his coat off, comes up, gets our drinks, brings us menus, comes around, takes our order. Howie Mandel walks up to him, and the, the bartender is probably a six foot four uh, black gentleman with a bald head. And the manager's like, Hey, I told these people they're not going to eat at the bar. And the guy's like, I'll take care of it. And the guy's like, what are you going to do if the food doesn't come out on time? I'll walk to the kitchen and find out where the food is. <laughs> <laughs> and then the manager walked up. Ah! You know, did one of those. 
So why was the manager so anti you eating at the bar? I don't know. No idea. No Cause idea. Because the bartender seemed okay with it. Yeah. He, de- he definitely was. Definitely was. He was like, fuck you, man. Uh, <clears throat> but that, so that's the conversation that we watched happen. And then we ordered and we finally got food and ate. And what did what what kind of food was this? This is like Tex Mex, but it's weird Tex Mex. It had like a like I got enchiladas, but the sauce on my enchiladas tasted a lot like spaghetti sauce. Oh, I'm gonna be honest with you. So it was worse than tumbleweed. I I enjoyed it, but honestly, I was just happy to be eating at that time. <laughs> so I would have eaten anything they put in front of me. Okay. So that was not, that was day one. All right. All right. So then after you ate... Uh, we went to a casino. Okay. In Greek town. Yeah. In Where we are accosted... By euros? No, by two women. Two women. Describe the women, Vic. Uh, I'm, I'm doing all the talk. They were rough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were I would say they were rough. Like, they were... Uh, they were two blonde women in their, <laughs> I would say, mid to late 40s. Uh, who were out for a night on the town. <laughs> the one who accosted Vic. Blonde. You know, had she's had some work done. She's got braces. And right. her legs are on her teeth. Her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. You gotta have All right. Uh, and she comes up, and she's clearly the more inebriated of the two. She's the ringleader. She is the ringleader. Uh, in fact, later I questioned if possibly these were whores. Oh my. Like actual whores. Women who fornicate for money. Sex workers, if you will. Okay. Gold, that is. <laughs> <coughs> Texas well, they, they cost you. Well, they come up and they go, let me see your ID. Show me your ID. And then her friend comes over. And her friend has had some lip injections. Yeah, she has. Okay. Very clear lip injections, but not the type that you pay good money for. Okay. Right. All right. The type that you get in a mall. Okay. The kind you get in the back seat of an El Dorado. The kind somebody maybe talks you into while you're walking around in Las Vegas. Gotcha. <laughs> as long as they don't like get you to buy a laser wrinkle remover, <laughs> and you're in good shape. Um, so. She walks over and she goes, I apologize. Uh, my friend is a little mentally disabled or something along those lines. Okay. And I looked at her and I said, well, she's functioning very well. And then we continued our walk. Okay. Uh, we did not do well in the casino. No, no. The tables were tight. Tables were expensive. We didn't even hit the tables. Okay. Tables were like minimum $15. Oh. A- yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we were at the slots. And they weren't hitting, obviously. They were not hitting. They were not. Uh, I had moderate and then no success on the video blackjack. So that was that was night one. Did you pick up a euro on your way out? From the Greek town? Yeah. No. Did no, they I... have, like, street vendors? and? <laughs> no. No, Greek no. town is uh, just their downtown tourist uh, established like it's got all the bars and the, the oh, I like the I happening. So. I don't. It must have been at one point, probably predominantly Greek. Sure, I would sure. imagine. Okay. 
constant to neat bullets living there and whatnot. But I did not see a single man with an open shirt and a hairy chest. And a medallion. And, and a medallion. Uh, or cucumber sauce anywhere. Mind you, I was at a casino, so the fact that I didn't see that, very surprising. That is was it a Rivers Casino? A Rivers Casino. That's like a brand. Like they do a lot of This was, I think, its own thing. Oh. Like, I don't think it had a... Um, okay. An affiliation. Yeah. All right, so then you walk back. So you walk. Nope, you got an Uber. Uber. Okay. We did walk all the, all the way up to the casino, and then we got an Uber back to the hotel. Okay. From a gentleman who told us everything there is to know about the auto industry in Detroit. Did he ever? And also getting good at a strip club in Detroit. Oh yeah, this is cool. So, he tells us. That all the like the bars and clubs in Detroit, they all have this special affiliation where they're private clubs. So when the, rule. when the regular bars close at two, they can stay open until like four thirty in the morning. And the way he puts it was so something. Wait, all like, the bars in Detroit. Not all of them, but oh, uh, if they can get classified as a private club, then oh, they do it. Okay, and then they're like. Because then they get real loose about things. Like, they can't control, like, nudity and all that sort of stuff. Right. (laughs) So he's telling us about these rules. And he goes, I've never been to one of these places on my own. I'm not a member, but I know some friends who have these things. So I don't know why we needed to know this story, but it was important. Okay. Did did you pivot the conversation and discuss the failed American Motors Corporation? (laughs) No, we did not. Okay, well... This is what we need you there for. No, nor did we ask him his opinion on Lee Iacocca. (laughs) (laughs) That's important. Also, if he was offended by the movie Gung Ho. All right. I want to know. I was offended by the movie Gung Ho. (laughs) I liked Gung Ho. (laughs) Well, you know, Long Duck Dong was in that movie. (laughs) Gung Ho and his brother Tim. (laughs) 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 Okay, so... You go to bed, you get home, you get back to the hotel. You we get back to the hotel, and... we're done. And it's we have an early night, to be honest. Yeah, We were sure. in bed by like 10 o'clock. That time there. So they're an hour ahead. Here, yeah. Yep. Okay. So we got a good night's rest. Alright. Um, wake up, looking around for places for breakfast. I feel like I get a reservation in a place. I go and I check it. Come back to it. It said it was for one o'clock. I said that's not going to work. Right, because the game's at one. The game's at one. So we decided to walk there because it's a cafe. Okay. We get to there finally. We get there. Uh, keep in mind, everything's within like a half mile, but it takes us forever to walk there. Well, let me ask you this: You're leaving the hotel to get breakfast. Are you going to have to move the car and park it at four? We're, ta- we're taking the car with us. And we try to find a place because to Because we're leaving the minute <laughs> right. we get in the car to leave. Gotcha. Okay. So we took the car with us. We parked it. We walked to the breakfast place. We go into the place, and the lady says, two-hour wait. Jesus. No. We walk out the door. Vic's like, if I could fucking eat in Detroit, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I'm what, we're going to continue this story, cause, and then I'm going to tell you about Pizzagate that happened to us in South Carolina. But 
We'll continue here. Well, I mean, this is a good segue if you want to... No, 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 because I don't want to break... Because I, 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 we're on a nice... We're road. on a timeline yeah, here? We're, yeah, we're, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so two-hour wait. Now what do you do? We leave. We leave. We, right. we keep walking around. We try a couple of... We walk down. There's another cafe on the corner. We get to it. We see the line is, like, to the door. Vic's like, I'm not even going in. <laughs> yeah. I was, just, I was turning into Stanza. He had had enough. So then we're like, "Hey, uh, what did we do last time we were here? You remember what we did last time we were there? They had the place right across the street from Ford oh, Field. Yes, we yes, got yes. the block party. Yes, we yes. Went, we went to the block party and they were grilling some stuff out and they were having it there. It's like, well, go eat there, yeah. right? That restaurant was closed. Yep. On game day. Remember that. Joint yeah. where you couldn't even move. Yeah, it was through. so packed, right? Closed. On a game day. On a game day. Due to an abundance of concern. Uh, okay. So, the big block party. There was fucking nothing. Like there was a place where you could buy something to drink, like a beer or a soda or whatever. That's it. There was zero food. There was none of that running the forty shit. The run of the 40 thing was there. But it, nobody was running it. Because if you remember, I pitched an idea and you shot it down. Nobody was running it. Here was my idea. Because there were giant lines at each gate waiting for the gates to open. Mm-hmm. Like, down the road. Mm-hmm. I said, Vic, how about I do this 40-yard bit? I get about halfway down, my knee goes out. Right? Yeah. And then I make them wheel us in because I'm in pain. So they just take us right to our seats. Would you think that would have worked, or do you think Detroit? Detroit uh, it's Detroit. It? They would have been like, "Man, get your fat ass up." Okay, all right. Okay, so there wasn't even like a sausage cart, like a hot dog vendor, nothing. like nothing. nothing, not a single thing. We saw a hot dog vendor leaving. <laughs> he gave up a- on life after the game was over. Oh, okay. Okay. No, we were leaving. The oh, hot dog. I see. Okay. <laughs> I see. Okay. Anyone. <laughs> But he just gave up. Like, you know how he was grilling the hot dogs? It was on like an electric griddle. Right? It was an electric griddle, but he was pouring canola oil on him. Ooh. Yeah. So it wasn't like a normal hot dog guy where he would go in and open up the thing and pull it out and do it. He was just like frying him up on an electric griddle on top of a cart. And then feeding him to people. A Detroit hot dog, everybody. Yeah, well, it's like the Detroit pizza, which is a rectangle. Have you seen these things? Yeah, I like Detroit pizza, actually. Okay. I like all pizza. Uh, so we go, we watch the game. Did you just get food? So did you end up just getting food after Two, two hot dogs. We bought... Alright, so because we were there right when the place opened, they were running the Power Hour, which was $2 hot dogs, $2 sodas. Everything's half off for, like, the first hour. Okay. Yeah, so... I grabbed two hot dogs and two sodas. Okay. Which I also grabbed. Okay. Two hot dogs, two sodas. Um, That was our breakfast. Yes. So somewhere, and I made this joke in Detroit, somewhere in Cleveland there's a hot dog vendor that I owe an apology to because it turns out I do eat hot dogs for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. See, we got to go find that guy. Yeah. So Cleveland hot dog vendor who showed up from New York unexpectedly... My apologies. All right. Um, 
So we're there. We watch the game. For a period of, like, I think 30 minutes, he leaves during the game. Now, where get... were your seats? We actually ended up with okay seats. We were in the... Uh, 221. 221. Okay. So actually, uh, like, a lower-ish level. Mm-hmm. Um, end zone. Okay. Looking, looking down the field, uh, which is was okay. Uh, but the price we paid was well worth it. Nice. A lot of Packer so, fans? Uh, it was about 50-50, and this place was not filled. Like, we basically bought the whole aisle. Minus it felt like it. Nobody sat in our row except for the woman who pushed him. Except for the lady who pushed me. Okay. So we could kind of spread out. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, we didn't. We weren't on top of each other. We got a T.J. Hokinson bobblehead. Yeah. A bobblehead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right through the door. They just kind of shove it at you. Jesus. T.J. Hawkinson. It might have been cool. T.J. Hawkinson because he wasn't playing. That's kind of cool. <clears throat> so I got that now. So they so just understand Detroit fans. I know their team sucks, but it's a home game. We're giving away a bobblehead. And yet, if they didn't sell their tickets to Packer fans, they just didn't show up. Correct. Gotcha. It was very sparsely attended. Very sparse. That's the Detroit I remember. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's a nice building. Yeah, it was fine. Great building. Game was fine. Uh, as I said, we were leaving. Uh, afterwards, we lost. Everybody, yeah, yeah, I don't right. have to talk yeah. about that. Uh, well, no, he he disappears. From like, I didn't disappear. I told you exactly where I was going. From like five minutes left in the second quarter to the I said I was going to get thirty to minutes. Going to get something to eat. He missed all of halftime, which was a a tribute to the music of Bob Seger. Really? Yeah, Bob well, Seger wasn't there. Oh, okay. It was a saxophonist. Okay. Did he play night moves? No, no night moves. Okay. They did. Uh, he opened with the refrain from "Turn the Page." Of course, he oh, did. obviously. Of course, he did. Uh, and then it cut into old time rock and roll. I think "Catman Do" was played. How about "Like a Rock." Nope, no "Like a Rock." Okay. Okay. It, it was clearly outside of "Turn the Page" because you had the the saxophone guy. So you're gonna do that one. But other than that, it was more of his upbeat stuff, right? What yeah. about Roll Me Away? It may, I don't know. They didn't play the whole <laughs> turn the page. It was just the saxophone part. It was like the... What about his hit, Just Saxophone Licks? <laughs> <laughs> Bob uh, Seger presents Just Saxophone. Just Saxophone. Is Bob Seger going to sing on this one? Nah. Nah. Uh, either way, so he's gone. He comes back. He said, this... I don't... Tell me your journey... Inside the stadium. When I walked out onto the ramp, there were two lines going in either direction for both of the food vendors. One was pizza and one was your regular, just like hot dogs and, right? Right. The one line literally had an entire youth football team in it. Oh my goodness. And apparently this football team didn't perform at halftime. No. They did not. Nope. They it was just not. the the, Detroit. Oh, the the cheerleaders. The cheerleader from Detroit. That sounds like your fake girlfriend. <laughs> yes. So they have their pregame <laughs> show playing because we sure. got there so early, so we could watch the pregame show. Which 
I got into. Let me ask you a question, by the way. Mm-hmm. Are you aware that cheerleaders are selected to the Pro Bowl? No. Well, they are. Because my girlfriend is in the Pro Bowl. Because Lane's Detroit girlfriend oh. is in the Pro Bowl. Can I tell you about my girlfriend? Sure. She's really cool. She's a fifth grade teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And a cheerleader. And a cheerleader for the Lions. <laughs> okay. And she's going to the Pro Bowl. In Vegas. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that's my girlfriend. Okay. I'll, I'll introduce you to her sometime. So. If she's not busy teaching. If she's not busy cheering. teaching or dancing. Um, <laughs> so he, you're, he's back for the third quarter? He comes back. I hot tag out. Boom. I'm like, now I'm going because halftime's over. So the lines are down. Find any chili? No chili. No chili. That's a uh, wrong city. Um, I go out. I get into a line. I'm in line for 20 minutes. Okay? Mm-hmm. I get to the point where you're about to be able to go up to the person to actually order. And this one cashier at the end of the three. So one, two, three. The one at the end is holding up a wrapper, like a hot dog wrapper, and just handwritten on it is, no popcorn, no nachos, no hot dog, no food. Fucking kidding me? <laughs> so I just walked... So they're not even at capacity in the stadium when they ran out of food. They ran out of food by the third quarter. So you can't fucking eat in Detroit. Oh, Okay. God. You just can't. Yeah, they're over it. They're, they're done, done with it. They're done. So, we know how the game ends. You leave the game. We're walking to get back to our car. Yep. Uh, a couple Detroit people come up to us and they go, You guys like cheese? To which I responded, Yeah. I love cheese. Which he also said. And then every, and then they were like, well, I like cheese too. You know. So it became a conversation about our mutual admiration of cheese. And then we saw the car and we were like, okay, bye. Did you ask them if they liked ham? (laughs) No, I didn't. No, but I did. She's like, are you guys from Green Bay? And I was like, no, Milwaukee. I was like, are you from Detroit? She's like, I'm from Kentucky. There you go. She was drunk. She was a Kentucky Lions fan, huh? She's, yep, she had moved there, and she had oh. become a Lions fan. Okay. So, uh, I can tell my story's rousing because he's falling asleep over there. <clears throat> I so, loved it, man. So, did you guys, after the game, mm-hmm. then drive right back? Sort of. Sort of. We we got in the car, we sat there for a while listening to the post-game show. Because mm-hmm. the traffic was yeah. insane. Uh, we exited the the area we started driving we stopped in ann arbor okay to go to an establishment that you can only shop it in michigan we went to the weed store we went to a weed store oh yeah cool what did you buy me what did i buy nothing okay (laughs) what did you buy Bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Enough for both of us. And I, you know, I thought about asking for some, but you know, eh, eh. and how are you feeling right now, Vic? Feel pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. 
He walks in. So you have to. They have to look at your IDs in this one area. And then they're like, hey, if you sign up for our rewards program, if you buy 50 bucks, you get a free pre-roll. So he's like, oh. You get a free gummy on your birthday. <laughs> so he puts his information in, and then they're like, you'll be working with Kevin today, or whatever. And then the door slides open, and the guy comes out. And he's yeah, like, it was very Star Wars, he's but like, not really. Hey, man, come on in. So you walk in and it's a big white room and there's just tables and they have like little glass jars on them with the buds Samples. on them. Samples. Different names. Did they have any like infused beef jerky? No. No, I didn't see. But I did buy some chocolate covered pretzels. Okay. They had a peppermint patty infused. The lesbian? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. She might have been in the back room. Somebody was back there. And I got angry at stoners while I was there because I was reading names and I came across the one that was called Scooby Cakes. Scooby Cakes, yes. And I was like, you're going to call your weed Scooby Cakes? It's not even right. It's not even right. That's true. Ray knows it's Scooby Snacks. Right. So the guy takes Vic over. Vic's like, what do you have for edibles? You know, because... That's what Vic is like. And he's hungry. And he's hungry. We couldn't find I'm fucking starved. food. And you know what? Starved. The guy said, we have nothing to eat here. <laughs> no, that's not true. We were in Ann Arbor. There was plenty to eat. Did you stop at the Outback in Ann Arbor? We did not. No, we had Korean barbecue. Okay. Which we'd okay. never had before. Okay. And we fumbled with chopsticks like idiots. Yes. Because they did not have forks and we were too um, proud to ask for them. Oh, gotcha. So we had the little grill in the middle. Yeah. But either way, the guy takes Vic over, and Vic's like, how much are these? And the guy's like, four for 25. And Vic goes, oh. Right? Right. So he's like, I'll take... <laughs> he goes, how how much can I buy? Right. Because I didn't know what the, what the limit was. Sure. Turns out it's two and a half ounces, by the way. Okay. It's quite a bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Vic said, I'll take 12 bags. Of the particular kind of gummies. And I'll take... So, yeah, okay. I'll take that, and then I'll take some of those pre-rolls right there. Yes. Were they fruity gummies? Yes. And he got to choose which one. So, he he went... uh, It was like... It was like taking a kid to Toys R Us on their birthday. (laughs) All right? Sure. You, you hand them, like, a amount of money, and you like say, a, like a 50. Go, go free. take Get what you want. And, and you get four of those Matchbox cars, <laughs> two Transformers. <laughs> the guy, one of the guys working, the other guy, mm-hmm. not the one that was our sales the guy. The checkout guy. The checkout guy. Yeah. He's like, what are you guys here for, as we're all wearing Packers gear? So we were at the game in Detroit. They played today? Yeah, yeah. this guy's living in his own world. And then he goes, all right, here's how this is going to work. Did you tell him, by the way, yes, they have uniforms and everything. (laughs) He said, this is how this is going to work, all right? You hand me your card. I have to round it up to the nearest five. It's going to show up as like an ATM withdrawal, all right? So you don't have to worry about anybody seeing weed store. 
on your bank, credit, or whatever. It just shows up as an ATM. The government gets their money, those fucking bitches. Let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, this guy, he had government problems. Okay. He's, they had to take our biometrics to get into the building. They had to scan a finger. I scan my middle finger. So every time I scan into the building, they know exactly how I feel about him, man. Well, all right. Well, he's got it all figured out. So... Great stuff. Vic made his purchase. Real happy with himself. I was. We left skipping down the street or three feet to the Korean barbecue place. Okay. Ate our Korean barbecue. And that went well. So you can get food in Ann Arbor. What you can't do in Ann Arbor is shit. poop. No You can fill up, but you can't drop off. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's no bathroom in a curb? There's bathrooms, but they're not open for public use. But you're a customer. I tried to tell him at the Korean barbecue he could use the bathroom. Because the sign on the door said, no public restroom. But once you're a customer, that doesn't apply to you anymore. Right. But then we left and we went down the road to the gas station because we needed gas. Which is within sight of the restaurant. You can see it from the restaurant. So I just said, we'll go get gas, and then I'll go in and uh, handle my business. So I offered to pump the gas so he could poop. The machine had kicked in. And I start pumping the gas, and he comes back, and he's like, well, we're going to have to try this down the road a little bit, because they don't have a bathroom. Okay. So, went to a rest stop. Uh... Everything, very smooth driving both ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything went nice and easy. We pushed it through Illinois so I didn't have to pay Illinois money for gas. So we were, like, pinning it by the time we got over the border. Um, Stopped immediately off. But we missed all of the rush times in Chicago. That's good. Well, that was Sunday anyway, right? Yeah, it was Sunday anyway. But any time that I imagine would have been bad for Chicago, we missed. We... We got right through. So, all in all, I would have preferred to have you there. Yes. Uh, you know. We had some bitch dicks you could have honked at for us. Oh, I would have. <laughs> um, I, well, as you can imagine, on my trip down south, I certainly used the horn quite a bit. I believe you. So, so, how, uh, so tell us about the South Carolina pizza scandal. Okay, so... Well, I'll kind of give you the recap real quick. So we leave, we drive through. First leg of the trip, we're going to do 17 hours in Tampa. Turned into 21. Atlanta, not just Atlanta, because I expected bad traffic in Atlanta. All of Georgia on Highway 75 can kiss my ass. Okay. All right. So, so get down late, we're tired. Get down to uh, Ocala. Get something to eat, because the next day, we're going to Universal. Now... My thought was to go down to Universal on the 30th. Because on the 31st, uh, all the football fans, because there was a game in Orlando and a game in Tampa. The Outback Bowl and the Citrus Bowl. And it was like Arkansas was down there. So I figured a lot of those people were coming in on the 31st. They were going to hit the, the, the theme parks and then do the game on the first. So I'm like, let's go right away on the 30th. 
We go to Universal, crowded as shit. Okay, crowded as shit. Pay peak prices because you know they love families so much that they raise up the price. Okay. So we go do that. We had a good time. Ryder loved it. The Harry Potter stuff. Not my cup of tea, but there were other cool things there. It was worth the trip, except for the long waits and all the people. Yada yada yada. So from there, we drive to Daytona that night, and we spent two days in Daytona. So we had a down day on New Year's Eve, basically. Were you turtle friendly? Well, we don't have to be after October. Okay. So oh just yeah, you have to watch the beach. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just checking on your turtle fucking proclivities. Yeah, because we were right on the beach. Don't stomp on them. We turtles. were right on the beach, on the resort on the beach. So we had a down day. Which resort was it? Perry's. Oh, I stayed at Perry's. Did you? It's classy, right? It's nice. It's like a little crap denish, but yeah. it's right there. But they have the pools. They have the indoor yeah. pool. Anyway, so we're we were facing the beach. We had a balcony facing the beach. So. We went to see Spider-Man, the movie. Then we went downtown for their big uh, New Year's Eve celebration. Dropped the ball. The street vendors, arcade was open up on boardwalk, all that shit. That was fine. We did that. Then we spread my mom's ashes after midnight, after the fireworks. We went back to the... My mom's condo was like maybe by car two minutes away from Perry's. So we went on the beach and I sprinkled her ashes because that's what she always wanted. We were done for that day. The next day, New Year's Day, we were going to drive up to South Carolina, six-hour junket to go visit my granddaughter. It turned into ten. Because it was a bitch getting out of Florida. But then, okay, when I go to hell, (laughs) hell is going to be bad tires and South Carolina. Because South Carolina sucks, okay? So let me tell you why their interstate system sucks. Everything's basically two lanes, right? And all of the interstate, 95% of it does not have overhead lights. So it's dark, dark as shit. But in South Carolina, if you give a half a car length to the person in front of you, somebody fucking squeezes in because they love driving a bumper to bumper. There are four multiple car pileups from the time we entered South Carolina to the time we got to Gaffney, because that's how those fuckers drive. Well, they're NASCAR drivers. Yeah, they're, they're all NASCAR. Drivers. Yeah, they're they're all hillbillies. So that added some time to it. So we picked up my granddaughter. We weren't able to go to the Christmas lights show at the racetrack because we were four hours late. Okay, so he's like, "All right, let's just go to our hotel in Rock Hill, South Carolina," because we booked it. Because it was going to be close to the racetrack, but now we weren't going to the racetrack, but we already had it booked, so we're going to go. We pull into town, it's 10.30. We're hungry as shit. Okay? Okay. We passed a bunch of restaurants on the way to the hotel, but we're tired and Catherine didn't really want to go out. So we were going to order pizza. Simple thing, right? We're going to order pizza. Starts by ordering Papa John's. Who said Papa John's? Give them a call. They close at midnight. It's about quarter to 11. Okay. So we're like, yeah, we'd like to order. We're over at the whatever hotel we're at. Oh, okay, cool. Give her credit card. Catherine ordered this one. Gets the credit card number. Hour goes by. Still haven't gotten our food. I'm like, well, that's weird. So go downstairs to see if they delivered it in the lobby. 
And the lady goes, yeah, did you order pizza from Papa John's? I'm like, yeah. He was like, no, they called. They canceled your order. <laughs> okay, that's 11.45. We supposed to open up 12. <clears throat> Not understanding that he, you know, because I understand this because I'm familiar with the pizza delivery industry, right? So Kat thought they took our credit card and then just we're going to use the numbers willy-nilly. So she was upset. She's trying to call the store. Anyway, everything calms down. We're like, no, we're not going to charge us. But let's, we're still fucking hungry. I got two kids because Ryder was with us. We got, and Izzy, we're fucking starving. So let's call Domino's. Now, it's 12 o'clock. 12.15 at this point. Domino's is open at one thirty. Okay. Before I call Domino's, the fucking bitch... Working the desk, then I said, you know, hey, she goes, well, I don't know why you ordered so late. I'm like, late? It was an hour and a half before they closed. What are you fucking talking about? So I call Domino's, and I tell the lady my story. Hey, I know you don't give a shit about your competitors, but I will tell you this. This is what happened. They canceled our order. We're starving. If you can't get this food to us, let me know, because there's still a couple of restaurants around here that are barely open that I could drive to, right? Don't want to, but I could. Nope, nope, plenty of time. We'll get your food delivered. Cool. Put in the order. Order's finally in at about 12.30. 12.20. Following on the app, 1.15, it says my food has been delivered. Well, that's odd because I didn't order a no contact delivery. Nobody called to tell me my food wasn't there. So I go down to the lobby and I'm like, hey, a pizza. She goes, you're still trying to order food? Bitch. <laughs> Did our pizza come? Yes or no? She goes, well, why? No. I said, well, it says it was delivered. She goes, oh, this happens a lot. They may have delivered to the wrong hotel because there's like three hotels. She said, let me call over. She calls over. They Nobody saw pizza guy. So it's 120. They close at 130. I call, I get, like, the automated, hold on, for a representative. About 128. I'm like, this is fucked up. I hang up, call back. Like, we are now closed. So, no pizza. Everything in town is now closed. I fucking put on my fucking pajama, or cabinet pajama, I put on a fucking shirt, and said, and drive around for 20 minutes, can't find anything except the fucking Circle K, and they shut their hot case off. So I had to buy a bunch of their pre-wrapped sandwiches and bring them back to the hotel to nuke them. That was how we had our, that was our New Year's night dinner. Does that sound great? Can a man find some food to eat in this country? I would have jerked off a hobo for one of those Circle K sandwiches. <laughs> in Detroit? Yes. So I yelped the review about Domino's. I called the next day when we were waiting for our table at uh, uh, what the Texas Roadhouse or whatever. And the guy did was very nice. At first he was a dick. Not really a dick. He was like, so you telling me you didn't get your pizza? I'm like, I'm telling you I didn't get my pizza. And I'm telling you that I called you when you were still technically open and no one answered the phone. And he goes, well, that's terrible because we should, we're supposed to answer even when we're closed. I'm like, well, nobody answered. And I didn't get my pizza. And you know what? Somebody signed for my pizza. And then he was nice. He was like, yeah, I can't believe people just take somebody's food. I'm like, yeah, well, somebody did. So all I need you to do is refund the charge on my credit card because it's still pending. 
Because unlike Papa John's, who didn't run our card because they canceled the order, Domino's ran our card because, because they, they delivered, delivered the, the pizza to somewhere. But not to me. So we finally got that back. But, you know, when you're traveling, the last thing you want is last-minute holds at, from the hotel that weren't in the fucking fine print or your card being held for a $50 pizza order because you never know what's going to happen on your trip back, right? Right. So you're like, well, this sucks. I, so it took three days to get the chart or two and a half days. But I, I, we got the money. But, but, yeah, fucking how hard is it to get a goddamn pizza, apparently very hard, in Rock Hill, South Carolina? And Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, I don't know like how people live there at this point. It's just so depressing. So depressing. So then we start our check home on the second. And we're we're driving through Asheville. And I, my GPS keeps saying I forty is closed. It ended up being closed for a multi car accident. And all I want to do is get my happy ass into Louisville. Okay. Because that's where we're, we're going to stay. Yeah. <coughs> so, Catherine was at this point driving. We got detoured and we took the old Dixie Highway. Ooh. Which was literally one lane in either direction. Through the windy part of the Smoky Mountain. Did you see some things? It was pitch black. So we saw nothing. Nothing in the Smokies, huh? But it was out there. Flip the switch. You didn't see it, but it was out there. But we did go, um, we did, like, drive through some weird little towns where, like, you get to a town, and they'd have, like, a gas station that looked like it was actually built and opened in 1920, you know, and then a couple houses, and then back to just darkness on the Dixie Highway. So we didn't get into uh, Louisville until super, super late. Um, I missed the Packer game, although, I and, 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 I have... Five, six fantasy championships, and I can't follow any of them because I have scattered internet. Now, to be fair, I don't take my own advice. What's the point of paying attention? I can't do anything about it anyway. Right. Right? But it's in my head. And I wanted to get home for the, to the hotel in Louisville for the Packer game because the Packers were playing the Vikings. Sunday night game. We had it all mapped out that we would have made it in time until I-40 was closed and we were on Dixie-ass highway for an extra few hours. Uh, Devontae Adams did help me and win me a championship by one point with the last catch he made in the fourth quarter before they yanked him. That I was able to hear on the radio because I was able to tune in that Packer game. And then we made it home and everything was fine. I love Florida. I love seeing my grandkids. I love North Dakota, North Carolina. I hate South Carolina. But the driving this time was really got to me. Like, the extra delays just got to me. I couldn't do it. I was over it. Okay. So we got to figure out what we're going to do for our 10-hour drive to Buffalo. Well, cocaine. That's one. Yeah, that's okay. a strong one. Uh, I'm probably not going to do that because of my heart. Yeah. yeah. Probably <laughs> um, that's probably a good call. But... Uh, one thing we can do is play, hey, you know, this band has a lot more hits than you thought it did. Jesus. Yeah, like the Pure Prairie League. Yeah, they had more than just Amy. Yeah. You're not going to win I'm on the Pure Prairie League. Yeah, but I, I went on Collective Soul. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I do like this song. Yeah, there's a lot of Keep in mind, he had been eating gummies. Oh, well. So, <laughs> I did have some gummies. Okay. And it, I went on the mm. Bush 
You right. did win on Bush, yeah. Yeah, I, I know this song. Oh, I know this song too. What did you get to gel? I did get to gel. He did with hit me with soul. gel, but yes. he didn't know gel. I did not. Oh no, no, he knew gel. He didn't know why part two. Oh, you know why part two? Yeah. Tell me why. I was a big collective soul guy. What about Soul Asylum? Uh, they we didn't, get they didn't Asylum. have five hits. Not a chance. They didn't have five hits. So you wanted to I don't, I won't play this game. <laughs> you, you want to talk about people die? Well, I just, you know, there was... So, it started with, with Betty White. So we went to the game. Yeah. Or the game, sorry. The Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Which was very good. Have you seen it? Yep. I think we've all seen it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they played a trailer before it. About Betty White's birthday celebration. Ooh. They're still having it. But it was fun. Ironic. Not funny. We're watching this. I'm like, oh, she's going to turn 100 on the 17th. That's awesome. And the very next day she died. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, that's... It's all reminded me of the time that I killed Kermit the Frog on my honeymoon. Oh, my gosh. You gave Jim Henson <laughs> cancer? No, no. I... Was like we were in our in a camper. That was our honeymoon. We went camping. It was fucking. Fuck. I didn't I mean, know Jim. Hen- I thought Jim Henson had something that could have been treated, and died. People get treated for cancer every day. No, but he had something that was like curable. But because he was a Christian scientist, he wouldn't take the medical. Um. Well, I'll, take, I'll check it. But we're in this camper, and we were like just. She was talking, somehow she got to, on the subject of talking about Kermit the Frog, and I said, Kermit the Frog croaked. And the fucking next day, on the radio, this laser was reported, and Bob and Bra- uh, that uh, Kermit, uh, Jim Henson had died, so therefore, I killed Kermit the Frog. Okay. So, but anyway, so Betty White died. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sidney Poitier, John Madden. Yep. Yeah. yeah, a lot of them. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. What, what, I mean, when Bob Saget died... Jim Henson died of pneumonia. Right. I had no other thing to do to honor Bob Saget than to listen to Norm MacDonald roast him. Uh, we did the aristocrats bit on the way back. Okay. When we found out. Okay. You remember um, Norm MacDonald roasting him? Yeah. Was that the where he didn't roast him at all and was just doing the old timey jokes? Yeah, with the, correct. Yeah. And he had the newspaper for the whole. The best part of it. The best part of it is the first couple jokes. The crowd is like is trying. They're mesmerized. Like they don't know what's going on. And then finally, somebody breaks because they get it. Like finally, somebody gets the bit. And they start to laugh almost kind of hysterically in the crowd, and then everybody loosens up, and they they now they were in on the bit. The panel got it though, right? The people on the dais after joke after like the second joke, like the first joke, even they kind of looked around like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, okay, I see what he's doing. So, moral of that story: Norm Macdonald, comic genius. Agreed. Very good. And. Also, in one of the very best movies ever made, Screwed. Oh. No. Oh. 
There were screwed references on our trip to Detroit. <laughs> there were. Really? There were. It wasn't by me. But they, <laughs> there was also... Uh, oh, fuck. It had something to do with being thirsty. And I said, I got some beers. Let's drink them. Oh, that's a great That one. one's not beer. Oh, that was before we ever left. And he was like... He was like, what's that about? I was like, well, Scott would have laughed. <laughs> yeah, it was from Dead Man on Campus. Ever see that movie? Dead Man on Campus? No. You no. Really? No, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, my God. We got to do a watch along for Dead Man. Dead Man on Campus? Yeah. Is it Grease 2 levels of quality? Um, it's got Mark Paul Gossler in it. Yeah. Everybody's fucking. And, and, and uh, Locked in Monroe. They actually cut that song from Grease 2. That's Everybody's fucking. Everybody's fucking. <laughs> it was a little too on the nose. <laughs> it was just too obvious. Yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah, Norm Macdonald was in Scrooge, which was amazing. Just should have won an Academy Award. I didn't remember, though, that he was in The People vs. Larry Flint. Do you remember him? I never saw that movie. Yeah. That must have been one of his few serious... I would think so. Roles. I wouldn't think. Unless he played, like, some straight-faced lawyer who didn't crack a... Who didn't crack when he was telling jokes? I don't know. Uh, so that is, uh, that's our trip. That's your trip. Better pornography-based movie. Boogie Nights, People vs. Larry Flint, or Zack and Mirror Maker Porn? Uh, I, you gotta say Boogie Nights for the... I've never seen the People vs. Larry Flint. Yeah. Boogie Nights is really good. Zack and Mary Mega Porno is humorous. Overall, I'd probably have to go with um, Boogie Nights. You gotta give it to Boogie Nights. Dude, the cinematography in Boogie Nights is great. You just gotta give it to him. Yeah. I've told you this before, right? Like, the, that scene, that whole sequence where he's getting beat up, Roller Girl's kicking the shit out of the dude. Yeah. The truck passes by into the donut shop where they're the guy shoots the dog. like everything's just, they're all intersecting at one time. It's it's my life is a lot like William H Macy's life in that. Oh, yeah. You walking in on your wife getting plugged by somebody? Yeah, it's oh. crazy. Well, I guess does she tell you to close the door and grow up here <laughs> or whatever? That's a tough, uh, tough life that he had there, you know. Yeah, and then he had to go like you know talk about the shots, and he's like, ah, wife's getting fucked in the bathroom. I don't want to talk about lighting right now. Oh man. So shows coming up. Yeah. It'll prop legacy. We have legacy uh, next week. If this, uh, well, it's the twenty eighth, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it twenty first? Twenty first. Twenty first. Legacy. And then um, the MIAW show. Yep, we're coming back to uh, to home base, if you will, to MIAW. Have you seen the way the new building's laid out? No. Nope. So the shows are going to be downstairs. So it's going to be the shorter ring, right? Well, they they took out... The bowling alleys don't exist anymore. Okay. So they so that area is now a ball... Like a giant kind of ballroom. Okay. So. Higher ceiling though, or yeah, yeah, because you got to remember where the bowling alley was. They that, dropped it, right? Right, because that, yeah. And they had the TVs that they or whatever, right? So, I'm excited. <clears throat> I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be back there too. 
I always have a great time at those shows. They're always very well done. Uh, Armani will have a story to tell us. Yes. Something. Yes, he will. And he just wants us to know how great it is at the end of the night. Isn't this the best? <laughs> Until he goes to Applebee's and they have a worker shortage. And he's like, you can't even get a steak. I got a coupon. I want to get a steak. You can't I, get a steak. I would say we could go to Friday's, but Friday's is gone. You know what was gone? Okay, I had the worst meal ever yesterday. Okay. So Kat, I was working late, so Kat went to get, she's going to bring supper. She actually forgot what time I was getting off because I'm getting my van fixed, so she's kind of my ride, right? And she got there early, and I'm like, hey, honey, I got two hours left to work. She's like, well, let's, I'm hungry, let's get food on. Come up and eat. So she was going to go to the Boston Market that used to be on 27 and Loomis. Yeah. Oh, that's been gone for a minute. I, yeah, we, here's how I found out. She's driving over there. I was going to text her my order, and I'm like, hey, I want to see what other sides they have. And I looked at locations, and that one didn't show up anymore. I'm like, wait a minute. And just as I came to the realization that I was about to get plugged in the head instead of becoming a made man, the phone rings and it's Kat saying, there's no Boston Market anymore. So I'm like, oh shit. So I said, what, you know, trying to call an audible, we decided Wong's Walk was the way to go. Fucking garbage. Okay. Garbage. And I, listen, I never tried to convince myself that Wong's Walk was the best Chinese food in town. Uh, that's great apple. We know that. But. Shout was, out to Sean and Tim. But it was better than, <laughs> it was better than it was yesterday in the past. When Panda Express is five times better than you, you got problems. So, so I get the rice. The rice tasted as bland as can be the fried rice. It was fried rice. It tasted like nothing. The lo mein noodles, because I got the emperor plate, orange. Orange noodles. And the chicken, the fried chicken, tasted like they battered it in nothing but salt. Mm. Fucking awful. If you go to Wong's Walk, do yourself a favor, and instead of eating any of it, just stick three fingers down your throat and puke. Jesus Christ. I think if there's a moral to today's show... It's, you can't get food places, and if you can get it here, don't eat it. All right? right. You know how um, on, like, Google or whatever, you'll look up a business, and it'll give a review, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you have to click for further reviews, but there's always, like, one review there. Yeah. So when I was looking for a dispensary to go to in Michigan, each one had a... Had a review and it was like, love this place, won't go anywhere else. I'll drive past 10 dispensaries to come here. Things of this nature, right? I saw one, I loved it. It said, do not go here. (laughs) No further explanation or anything, just do not go here. You know what I love about reviews though? So like when, when I book hotels for like trips and shit, right? Trying to read the reviews, understanding that you're never going to get 10 out of 10 from everybody, right? Yeah. What I love is when they're so skewered. Like, one guy would give it a 9. It was great. Comfortable beds. The breakfast was nice. The staff was nice. Right below it. The bed smelled like cigarette. There was a dead mouse by the door. And the person at the register, at the desk, 
was probably a descendant of Benito Mussolini. Oh, like, shit. how do you get two complete opposite yeah. takes on a place? Right? And then there's always a fucking bougie guy who's staying at a Motel 6. Like, you know, they could update these rooms. You're staying at a Motel 6, you bougie piece of shit. Why don't you stay at a Hilton then? Or a fucking... Because uh, he's got Motel 6 money and Hilton days, that's why. Yeah. Like, come, like, what do you think you're getting? The knock. <laughs> well, <laughs> that certainly comes. So, we've talked about trips. We've talked about that. But we didn't get to goiters. We didn't get to get talk about goiters. Uh, we have RCCW on the next month, too. Yeah. Presumably. Second Friday. Second Friday, which uh, is uh, a day. The 10th, maybe. That exists in the month of the 11th. I'll be up in uh, Kimberly on the 6th. Does Do Kimberly it? know this? Ew. <laughs> or ACW. Okay. Has uh, he mentioned me? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, to, like, use me? No. Oh. Okay. All right. He said, I was driving down the road, and there was something in my lane. Oh. <laughs> so I'm counting that. And it was that. a penis. I'm counting that as a mention. Okay. So, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, so we're building up. You know, then I can say, hey, you mentioned him quite a bit now. So we should bring him in. <laughs> hey, Dylan, uh, I'm here. I'm open. Uh, i got a lot of free dates, you know. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good draw. Yeah. You know, a lot of people know me. Yeah, I, I, I wish I, yeah, I wish that would happen. I don't know. Do I'm they? Gonna... Okay. Do a lot of people know you? This is unnecessary. No, I'm asking. Oh, well, you do, know. do a lot of people know you? All right, for the price that I charge, uh huh, you're, I'm you're pretty value. The value, the value is there. Yeah. You're Roundy's brand wrestler. Yes, <laughs> hey, it's not better, now than, with meat better than all these. Better than all, better than Savon. So, speaking of Savon, yeah, good guy. You guys will remember this because my mind is shot from all the from Brian denting the back of my head. If you would call that, I have heard the story. Um, but it's true. Look at flat spot. Yeah, see it. Um, Sean Priest today showed me a picture. Okay, when he broke in, it was his rookie year of me and him wrestling. When did I wrestle Sean Priest? Probably for SWE. Yeah, SWE would be my guess. Was it the ranch? I couldn't. Uh, I wasn't. All I could. See, we were in the ring. And I was getting We did ready. a six-man with them. Okay. I was getting ready to give them an Irish whip. We did a six-man. It was me, you, and Masters versus the Horsemen. Okay. Well, then that must have been Max. Okay. I could not... I could not recall it. I was like, oh. Well, that's definitely me. That's definitely Sean. So it definitely mm-hmm. happened. I remember that match because I came off the ropes and then rope did that thing where it rolls up your... Uh, back and mm. pops you in the head because I didn't put the arm over like you're supposed to like everybody trains you to. I remember that match because two referees died during oh, the is course that, of that, the match. That, 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 that's that match? Yeah. I didn't remember Sean was in it. Okay. We killed the whole Hutner family. <laughs> then there. Oh look, this is a good Yeah, I'm gonna be there. 
Um, that is... Okay, well then, yes. And that's when I wrestled... I'm going to have to remind him that that's when the referees died. Okay. Above that, it says, I'm the captain now. Is that necessary? <laughs> that's their tagline for the Yacht Rock stage. That's their... But for it was saying Yacht Rock before, and then James Ingram comes up and it says, I am the captain now. I am the captain now. I love this song. Look at me. Did you hear that? Oh, what a voice. Is that Ingram or McDonald? That's Ingram. Ingram leads. He's the first voice. They should have a soft rock off. You know, this channel, if you listen to it long enough, it is really the Michael McDonald channel. Because Michael McDonald sang backup on fucking every song. Well, Lane's f here for it. I am. Okay. This is not, uh... You know what? I'll count this as a pussy song. Yamo be in there. Hey, we don't own the rights to Yamo either. But we'd like to. James Ingram, reach out to us. We want to buy Yamo be there. I would buy that. If I ever get win the lottery and get to run my studio wrestling show, everybody will come out to Yamo Be There. It's the only song I'll own. <laughs> it's got to be the intro, the intro song for the show. Yes. Yeah. You can cut out one of the instrumental parts like this. It'll be like a very worldwide. Oh yeah. Like well, there's Michael McDonald. Very similar. Yeah. Very oh, yeah. similar. Yeah. Wait, you should hear him, like, fucking wail with uh, Patty LaBelle. Ooh. I've heard it. Yeah. Good stuff. Here we go. Hang on. Can you hit, can you hit that register? No. <laughs> <laughs> how's, how am I doing? It's, it's, it's working. Alright. On that note, I think this is a good way to end it. You, you can't end on Yamo Be There. What can you end on? Yamo Be There. Um, I love the late night recordings. I'm glad we had the Yama chance. So just so everybody knows, we weren't going to record today normally because you mentioned you guys had shows that canceled. And then I ended up taking an emergency booking because JP got married. Yeah, congratulations, JP. Congratulations, JP. Yeah, so I worked the ICW show at The Bar. The Bar. That's what it is. <coughs> um, what they finish like five and eleven this year? The Bears? Yeah. Um, no, they actually had a winning. Did they have a winning? No. Record? Oh, they didn't have a winning record. Six. They actually finished six and eleven. Okay. November seventeenth. Yeah, that's right. Um, but anyway, um, great venue, good show. Uh, very much old school ECW feel to that building. The way packed them in and the lighting's meh. Uh, and it smells. Well, that's what's down. <laughs> well, you said old school ECW, so I just oh, assumed yeah. it smells. Well, yeah, and, you know, Hawaiian shirt guy. Oh, Barfly Mike was there for a minute. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah he's... Oh, Carmine was in town last week. I heard. Yeah. I heard. Did he, uh... Can you mention it? Carmine? Yeah. Now, he told an, an off-color story about Tammy Sitch. Oh, okay. And he was getting his award for being inducted into the Hall of Honor. Okay. All right, well. All right, so anyway, Jack Spade, Rick Ross, Scott Williams. Yamo, see you later. Yamo, be there in February, bitches. Yeah, just turn it up. Let it happen. Feel it.
Where do you feel? In my loins. Oh, good. We're cutting that. I'm not listening to fucking Dr. Hook. Family Matters is a Miller Boyette production in association with Lorimar Television and is distributed by 